0: Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show year by year fans right or fans of the your Milwaukee Brewers. Brew. All right, perfect. fans, welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast. Joining me, my name's Craig, and with me today is Vince. Vince, how's it going? Great, Craig. How are you? Great. All right, we're going to get into some brewer discussion here as we sit. It is... September twenty-first in the afternoon, the Brewers have just defeated uh, the Cardinals. Won that series in St. Louis, three games to uh, one, and are now sitting three games, three I should say three, a mad number of three to win the NL Central, which is pretty awesome. Uh, with nine games still to play on their own docket, so I think they're in good shape. Um, so with that being said, we're going to start off this episode with a rapid nine. Unfortunately, Scott's not here to enjoy it with us, but um. Let's just jump right into it. Um, most of these are yes and no questions, actually. So we can really make this rapid pace. Um, but uh obviously as Scott has shown us, yeah, can take take your time if you'd like to expound on any of the answers. So Yeah, and I don't think Chad's here either, from what it sounds like. But um we'll we'll just roll with it, Craig. All right, here we go. Predict the date that the brewers clinch the NL Central. Tomorrow, September twenty-second, two thousand and twenty three. All right. I will go with September 23rd to Saturday. All right. Um, and okay, second inning. Assuming the obviously Brewers win the NL Central and the Phillies get the top wild card, predict the final two NL card wild card uh, spots. Did you repeat who you are assuming? Oh, assuming uh, Phillies and Brewers are in. Uh, as on, well, obviously with the Dodgers and the Braves. Predict who gets the final two NL wild card spots.
1: Wow. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the Marlins. And oh boy, I guess the Diamond. You said Arizona's in.
0: Well, they're one of the really – yeah, no, I'll, go, I'll, go,
1: I'll go the Marlins and Arizona.
0: Excellent pick. I'll go the Diamondbacks and Reds. All right. Uh, moving over to the NL side here for the third inning. Um, assuming the Astros win the AL West, and, of course, the Rays or Orioles uh, get the top wild card, one of the two, um predict the final two Ale wild card spots. Uh,
1: Blue Jays and I don't know. The the Mariners have never really impressed me. I know that you like them a lot more. Um they're a little hot right now. They're they have been at least in the last month. I'll go I'm gonna go with the Blue Jays and the Rangers.
0: Okay. Yeah. I know the Rangers lost Scherzer until the playoffs at least. But um yeah, no, they're, they're they're really good hitters. Uh I'll go with the Mariners and Blue Jays. Okay, yep. moving on to the fourth inning. This is the answer, no question. Will trade deadline acquisition, left-handed pitcher, and mustachioed, beer-bellied, <laughs> left-handed pitching <laughs> Andrew Jaffe make, or will he be, I should say, will he be left off a Brewer's playoff The Brewer's initial playoff roster.
1: No, I don't think he will. I think he makes the playoff roster um i know he's been frustrating in his time as a brewer i think he looked a little bit better um in his lone appearance in st louis uh last night was it two nights ago um i think he looked a little bit better um i think he's got you know that sort of that veteran presence about him i i I don't again i know he hasn't pitched well as a brewer i i just think that we're going to want at least a couple lefties in the pen at the end of the day so i think it's going to be him and milner
0: I know, I know. Brewer fans are probably frustrated and want him to be left off. I also agree with you that he will make the uh, playoff roster. Um, yeah. All right. Here's a. Obviously, we're in fairly good health overall going into to the playoffs. Knock on wood. But um, here's a yes or no question: Do you think Christian Yelich will be back for Game One of the playoffs?
1: Yeah, I do. I think that that's the reason why they're being so careful with him right now. Um, You know, it's September 21st as we tape this. We still have another almost two weeks, uh, not quite two weeks, but another 10 days-ish until the playoffs. So I I think that they're being a little bit more careful with him right now than they would otherwise be if it wasn't the time of year that it is. Um, The fact that he hasn't played much the last 10 games, I wish they would have just put him on the disabled list, you know, to be honest. he's had, I think he's played in one game out of the last 11. So I wish that we would have just truly sat him so we weren't wasting a, a roster spot. Um, and kind of minimizing the impact, the positive impact that the expanded rosters can have on on the team. Um, so I wish that we would have done that. But outside of that, I think that the team is just kind of handling him with kid gloves a little bit just because um, the playoffs are so close and the Brewers are in such a good position to make the, the postseason.
0: No, I agree with you. I, I think that they're just being cautious, and I think that's smart, and I think he will be back for game one of the playoffs. Absolutely, hopefully. Yeah,
1: I think – and I would – yeah, sorry to cut you off, but I, but I will just say quick, too, that I do think that if the Brewers were like – one game up on the Cubs or the Reds, I and this was a tighter division race. Or if we were game behind, I, I think he'd actually be on the field right now.
0: Yeah, it's tough to really know, but that's my that's my feeling as well. Um, all right, moving on to the yeah, sixth inning, I believe. Um, besides Devin Williams, other all-star closer, obviously, uh, who do you feel is the most invaluable or? in essence valuable um relief pitcher for the playoffs this year
1: oh outside of Devin williams huh yeah, okay um I, it's crazy given his age but i think abner uribe i just love that guy he's electric he's got 103 mile per hour fastball um the guy has already proven to be able to pitch and clutch situations um you could definitely make an argument for hobie milner or yoel Piamp for sure um even Elvis Piguero has had his moments this year, although he just got um, put on the disabled list. I just, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with Uribe.
0: All right, I'm going to go with Yoel Piams. Um, yeah. I, I just think that he's, he's had a down month or two here, but um, after an un- unbelievable start to his first career, but um, I think that he needs to re- go back to his early season form here at the playoffs. I think he will be a huge key to us winning some crucial games. So that, that's what I'll go with as far as the value goes, because he, I feel like we'll still yeah. use him as a setup man, but you're, I like the Uribe pick too. But I, uh, I just think that he's got more experience than Uribe, and therefore um, can be counted on him a little bit more. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. What a rating. this is next. Um, <laughs> yes or no? Will Seven. Garrett Mitchell get a po- get a postseason at bat for the Milwaukee Brewers?
1: Oof. Uh. Boy. <laughs> Uh, I want to say yes, but I don't just think so. I'm going to say no officially. And and the reason why is because I think that the organization really seems to value uh, Blake Perkins and because Tyrone Taylor has been playing so well in the last three weeks to a month. Um, I don't think they're going to, that one of, I don't think they're going to take up a roster, let Mitchell take one of the roster spots when he hasn't played much in the last, you know, four or five months. So just because of that, um I'll say no. Obviously, way different story if he's healthy in, in next season.
0: I agree with you all. Hard. I'm going to go with no, too. Like, I just think that coming in cold at his age is not necessarily a recipe for success in a playoff. But, um, yeah, I'll go with, I'll go with no as well. Um, all right. I think you we're... know, and, and, and you could put him on the bench, you know, during the playoffs, not
1: as a rostered player, but you could – there is such a thing as a disabled list on the bench, you know, where you're at least able to be in uniform. You're not in the minor leagues. You're, you have a roster spot. So he could still kind of soak in the experience of postseason baseball, you know, for the first time in his career without actually being, you know, on the field. Um, So I, I would certainly include him in everything like that, you know, officially recall him from triple A or in his rehab assignment bring him back up and just let him be around the team. But I, I, yeah, I don't think he's, I agree. I don't think he's game ready yet.
0: Yeah. All right, I believe it's the eighth inning, and this is a key question. Um yes or no. Will Craig Council be the Milwaukee Brewers manager game one of the 2024 season?
1: Yes. And I bet on a one year deal. I this is this is the pessimist in me talking, honestly. I I think that the Brewers are really good and hot right now. I, like i said on other podcasts, I don't think we're quite there yet to win a world championship. I think he's going to come back for one more season next year to win it all. Uh, yeah, so that's my pick. I, I do think if we win it, he's gone.
0: <laughs> so, Yeah. interesting. I, I, I oh, think okay. I, I'm going to say like yes, and I, I want to believe that he's going to be a Milwaukee Brewer forever, but we'll see. Um, yeah.
1: I think his kids are just at that age, though, too, Craig, where he's like you know, just kind of wanting to spend more time with them and be on the road with his sons as they play college baseball. I know that one of his sons has been playing for the last two years already, so he's got another two years of eligibility. Another one of his sons is a freshman this fall and starting, uh, he's got one at Michigan and one at Minnesota. I think um, I think that's where our colleague Tom Huntercore mentioned, but yeah, I, I will just say I, I think that family is very important to him. I think that maybe he views this time as being something that he can't necessarily get back and he's going to ride this out with the Brewers to a championship if possible this year, and and if not, maybe still next year, and then after that, I think he's he's gone.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right, here's the ninth thing, and this is a crucial inning, obviously. Uh, will the Brewers win wild card round um, or game number two on October 4th, the same day, <laughs> Review host Ben is tying the knot <laughs> yes or no and
1: the real question is is will lena adjust the wedding time if we have to depending on the brewer's game time um or will we have to convince the pastor to shorten the service in order to you know be able to to watch uh no just kidding um yes they're definitely gonna win on my wedding day come on are you kidding me officially i think i'm the first brook review host to get married right
0: is that is that Boy, accurate so. we don't have any
1: Vegas wedding so. from Collins or anything. Yeah. So I think most of the Scott's have uh, been annulled.
0: So yeah, I think officially. <laughs>
1: yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're still over four up until that day, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I, I think that the brewers are going to come through. They're going to win that game. That's game two of the series. I believe I did double check on that earlier at Scotty's interns. Look at that. So yeah, we're, we're aiming for both a success on the wedding uh, field and on the baseball field that day.
0: I will also go with yes, and in fact, I will say the Brewers will win the wild card series with their second win of the series that day, with Brandon Woodruff, an unbelievable game against said opponent. We don't know yet, but uh, that's my prediction. And then I also will predict that Freybrother will win Game One of the NLDS against the. Yeah,
1: loving it, loving it, loving it. That's great. I like the optimism.
0: Let's do it. Yep. So, all right, well, uh, that's the wrap. Yeah. Unfortunately, we still have more of an episode to do here. So, um, but yeah, that was pretty good on the timing. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, obviously the Brewers have been hot lately. A lot of the other teams in the NL wildcard race have not have been just middling at best. And so the Brewers have an opportunity here to clinch the NL Central before their final homestand the season against division rivals, three games against the Cardinals next week. Three games against the Cubs. I was planning on going, and possibly still am going to the Tuesday first game against the Cardinals. The but um, I was hoping maybe they'd clinch that day. But I'm more than happy for them to clinch it a couple days early, um, as, as it looks like that's most likely going to be the case. So if you would have told me just a few weeks ago that this was going to that, that this last homestand would be basically meaningless for at least the Brewers and they'd have it all cinched up out of it, like. Doing a couple of Ozzy Smith backflips, actually. So I'm pretty happy about that. What are is it, are you surprised at how well the Brewers have been playing lately? Um,
1: no, you know what, we kind of predicted it uh, a few weeks ago. I will just say, when uh, you were talking about Craig Temper, I think that you mentioned that. Um, first off, that the Brewers are usually a great September team, and and Craig Council, if he doesn't win the National League Manager of the Year this year, it's 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 a shame because he has definitely managed above and beyond. Uh, even what he's done in years past, in my opinion, this season, I think he's just been outstanding. The consistency and just the level of, um, you know, complexity to his in-game moves and his ability to keep this team together and to use new acquisitions uh, appropriately, I think has just been outstanding. So um, I I would say that maybe um, I'm a little surprised that, that it's happening quite as soon as it seems to be. But, no, I don't think overall I'm surprised. I think that, you know, it's a good team um, – I think that our offense still has some holes, but this pitching staff is stepping up when it needs to, and this bullpen has been outstanding all season. I, so I'm I'm excited about the the really good parts of this team uh, playing above even really good status right now. That they're they're a great status.
0: A couple other news and notes. Um, I guess I'll say is unfortunately Jay Mejia just got uh, tested positive for. a uh, uh, a PED for the second or third time, is it? And he's going to be suspended for 162 games. Um, yeah, pretty sure he'll never pitch for the Brewers ever again, I'm assuming. Um, yep. So there's that news. Also, the Brewers also have called up, you know, a, a waiver wire uh, acquisition, I believe, during the course of the season has been at AAA. Uh, JB, right handed pitching reliever, JB um, yep. and He's gotten a few innings in. I don't think he'll make any type of playoff roster, but he's an interesting addition. And what number of brewer is he on the, uh, or you don't, or I assume that you're going to actually, have to autograph. No, I already got it.
1: Uh, I He made an appearance for the Brewers back in May, I believe it was. And I quickly had a, a custom card made of him, uh, got that, and then mailed it to him in Nashville with the sounds. And he he actually signed it and sent it back to me. So I uh, already knocked him off the list. Oh, that's
0: right. I forgot he even pitched, he pitched earlier in the year for the Brewers, huh?
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, he made, he's been up, a, I think this is his third call up over the course of the season. So yeah, fortunately uh, I'm not adding another one to the list. The latest addition was Josh Donaldson uh, was, was the last for this season.
0: Okay. Yeah. Josh Donaldson. And um, again, he hasn't been hanging super well, but like he is such a, that power bat to have um, as an option in the playoffs, I think is nice. And especially with his experience, he's got plenty of experience in the playoffs with the, even going back to his A's days, I believe, and then with the Blue Jays and um, obviously the Yankees. And uh, I, I think just the, having that veteran bad as we can see, the. Uh, here, here's something that um, I know my brother Brandon Throughout out last time I talked to him was, do you feel Mark Hanna has been the greatest uh, trade deadline that, um, acquisition the Brewers have made since CC Sabathia back in 20, uh, 2008, 15 years ago? Hmm. uh
1: that's pretty lofty company to join i would say that he's definitely been a huge impact uh bat and presence for this team um he's played well in the field too quite frankly i i think he he comes across as a guy who's got some leadership skills um guys seem to like him a lot i don't know um boy the best in cc that's that's a good question uh if it, if it ranks quite that highly but i definitely think he's exceeded expectations and i i was a little hopeful when we got him i know that um, you know, there there was some talk. He's kind of a at that point, he was kind of having a rough season to a, to a point, but there were a lot of Mets, and I I liked his track record. I think that he was uh, able to to kind of show some of his talents when he was with Oakland back in the day. I so I I liked it, but um, he certainly is playing above where I expected him to play for sure.
0: Yeah, um, I know if you rewind here, 60 days back to a couple of weeks pr- prior to the trade deadline, the Brewers. Offense has been sputtering somehow along most of the season, not scoring very many runs. And we here on the Brew Caribbean talk about the Brewers not only had to add one good bat, but I mean they had we really had to find yep. they had, they had like three or four bats to their lineup, which seemed ridiculous <laughs> at the time. But in reality, yeah. if you look at it this way, I mean they have added Carlos Santana, marcana and Josh Downs. And obviously, yeah. of us would have guessed those th- that trio of players coming over uh, and probably wouldn't have been yeah. too excited about it at the time. But collectively, I think. They they have improved the offense. There's no doubt about it. Um, and not only that, but Willie Adams is bad. as finally coming around, even though Christian yeah. right now he's had an unbelievable bounce back season. I think most Burr fans were not counting on uh, and are kind of surprised by, it. pleasantly. Yeah. So I think that I think that going in the playoffs, if we can get all these guys on the roster and as options, I really like. I really obviously we have some. some Uh, rookies uh, mixed in there with Trang's, I think he's been having a really nice season for a rookie, um, both obviously in the field, but even with the bat and the base pass, but you, uh, I believe he just went over 20 steals even. Uh, But um, if you you really... Yeah,
1: he had a steal last night, I think, put him over 20, and remember, he got sent down for, you know, about four and a half, five weeks. uh, Yeah, so that's quite the the
0: accomplishment. Um, Yeah. And uh, and then Sal Freelick, I think, has really been a solid, solid player. And I, I'm really, obviously, we're all excited about his future. So having him added to the offense since 60 days ago, too, has been just another huge shot in the arm. And, and I, I think that yeah, I give credit to the Brewers front office for what they have done, even though they kind of nickel and dimed it. Okay. I think I think collectively, they're like one of these, you know, some of these guys are and their veteran uh, at bats are going to really help out. this. Yeah. Guy. And that's exactly been the case.
1: Yeah, I think Rowdy uh, was on the disabled list at that point, too, 60 days ago. So he hasn't had a great year at all, but, um, you know, he has at least been back. Um, so there is that as well since the trade deadline. I'm trying to think of what else, but I think self Relic was one of the bigger moves. It seems like since he got called up, that uh, offensive bark, you know, you hadn't talked about that on one of the podcasts, Craig, where you were, uh, I think, maybe talking with – uh, over our, our prospect list going into the year and mention it then. And again, you know, later on, but uh, mentioned him as, as a Paul Molitor type igniter at the top of the lineup. And that's pretty hefty praise for a rookie, obviously, but he really does seem to provide that spark every single game. Uh, and even when he's not um, getting a hit per se, he still provides that energy and, and kind of brings that, brings it so to speak uh, from the top of the lineup. But the Brewers have been missing that it seemed for quite some time. So he reminds me of like uh, an, Somewhere in the middle between an upgraded Scotty Potednik and and Paul Molitor (laughs) to to me. Um, We'll see what he can get uh, to in in the course of his career. He's obviously still a rookie and still learning and and still improving his game. So I'm excited to watch him develop over the next few years. Um, One other point uh, of news I did want to bring up really quick before we transition here is uh, the Brewers also made another move a few days ago and did send outfielder Joey Weimer back to AAA, another rookie who had been up with the team uh, for virtually all season after game two, I believe. He got called up right after opening day after an injury um, to Luis Urias in Chicago on opening day. So were you surprised at all that Joey Weimer got got sent down to Nashville at this point in the season?
0: Not totally. I mean, obviously, he's a rookie, and he's gone through plenty of uh, ups and downs and growing pains, and I'm still hopeful he's going to be an everyday player at the at the at the major league level but again having so many rookies on the roster uh, going into playoffs isn't always the best idea so I, i'm fine going with more veterans over him um but uh going forward but obviously i think his his experiences here has been invaluable and his growth as a player has probably you know been tremendous so um i think he'll come back next yeah. year and be a re- really solid player and an every day one yeah. at some point soon so I mean, really, yeah, there's a lot pretty- to be excited about as a Brewer fan, even if you're pointing at the future uh, with this team, with with a young core. And back up to Selfie, like, real quick, like, you didn't mention that he's a cross between, like, Paul Mulder and Scott Pesednik, which is a great example, obviously, being a center fielder and a left-handed hitter who can steal bases and get on base. But um, really, yeah. with the glove in center field, he's been making phenomenal catch after phenomenal catch in the outfield, running down balls that should be hits and everything so that, that like he just brings a whole nother level um defensively even so it's pretty cool um so definitely acceptable.
1: yeah yeah I, and, I am really excited about his future and it's going to be a heck of a debate that we have on a, a podcast sometime this off season to to kind of think about what our outfield and imagine what our outfield looks like in 2024 2025 is guys like jackson Churio come through the system and you've still got you know guys like joey Weimer, self like uh and and other younger players gary mitchell of course uh in our system and and ready to play and continue to improve at the big league level as well. It's a pretty exciting problem to have, of course, when you've already got Christian Yelich and and even guys who have been solid this year. I think Blake Perkins has been good when healthy and Tyrone Taylor certainly stepped it up. So it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what the Brewers do in in the outfield uh, going forward. But obviously we're focused on this year right now and, um joey weimer to his credit i think has played a great defense all year has had some moments with the bat and, and um like you said it's a it's a learning season for any rookie uh, no matter how well or poorly you play and i don't think anybody's going to give up on joey weimer anytime soon nor should they
0: yeah and uh, i know we're not going to give out our postseason awards yet um but uh, i just want to wrap up this podcast i just wanted to mention um uh, I, I assume one of our final candidates for sure for unsung player of the year has probably got to be Andrew Monaster- Monasterio, um, who not an yeah. awesome name, but like he's been really pretty <laughs> solid overall and really filled in the role that we probably had here, for Luis Arias, filling in the second and third base and getting pretty much regular at-bats, being right-handed and really getting a lot of clutch hits, uh, great at-bats he put together, and no one saw that coming. I, I don't think any of us predicted Andrew Monasterio as their unsung player of the year, but He's um, been unbelievable. So,
1: yeah, incredible, incredible guy uh, to watch this season. I mean, this is a an older rookie originally come through the Cubs system and somebody that, you know, really hadn't been talked much about on our prospect boards or prospect profiles uh, with Brandon or other episodes that we've had. And, um, you know, I, I I don't know exactly what the Brewers' plans are for him in the future. I I think he may be, like you said, like Urias, a guy who is, you know, our best fit at multiple positions and playing sort of that super utility role and, and maybe doing a cross of the job that we expected, you know, Luis Urias and Brian Anderson to cover this year. And and obviously with both of those guys fell a little bit short, but, um, I I've enjoyed watching Montessario play. He's been a real breath of fresh air for this team.
0: Yeah. And, um, He was previously with the Cubs and the Nationals organizations, as you mentioned, and the um, Brewer signed him as a, a minor league contract after his release in November tenth, twenty twenty one. So he was in our system all of last year, um, and obviously mm-hmm. he's been a valuable addition to the team this year. So kudos to him on a great season. So, all right, well, yeah, and
1: and uh, and our anonymous source Tom Carter did also mention that Monterio. Uh, and the Brewers have, have kind of been toying around with, you know, trying to even teach him a little bit more outfield going into next season. So just uh, just keeping that out there from our anonymous source, Tom Carter, as a, something to look for for next year.
0: They'll add to his versatility and definitely keep him on that 26 man roster, I'm sure. Um, so, yep. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining joining in here today, and all listeners, thanks for tuning in once again. Um, we'll try to come at you at least one more time before Vince ties the old knot, um, and before, <laughs> I think next time we'll have to do a little bit of a playoff preview um, once the Brewers play, and we have some idea. Of we may, we not, may not know who we're playing yet until the like final day of the season, probably, but um, but yeah, it'd be nice to knock the Cubs completely out of playoffs next, uh, the final weekend of the year, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, otherwise, we'll just knock him off the next round, either way, whatever, um, yeah,' so looking forward to it, and yeah, remember to again, good luck, uh, well, like I said, we'll probably speak to you one more time next week here for, yeah, thanks um, great. <laughs>
1: we'll we'll take you, we'll hopefully, yes, I'm sure we can tape again, hopefully after the Brewers clinch here in a couple days, we'll come at you with another podcast to bring you the the latest in Brewers news, and uh, yeah, just remember to stay classy Wisconsin, go Brewers, go Brewers do
0: do do